Welcome back to People Are Talking. Thank you all for joining me here today. I'm LaDonna Crawford, and today is February 19, 2023. This episode is going to be about the fact that it's okay to not be okay. I'll repeat that. It is okay to not be okay. What I mean by that is this. We all have our sad days and our mad days and, you know, depressed and we feel um, I'm loved, lonely, all lot of, just the name of few emotions. Okay. That, that are negative, that feel uncomfortable. We spend billions of dollars trying to feel good all the time, trying to look good all the time. And basically, that is not reasonable, and it's not healthy, and it's not normal. And what I mean by that is, and I'm guilty of it also, but as you get older, you learn what's important. You learn what's important. You also learn that life, you know, it's not always going to be good. Sometimes, for some of us, it's downright horrible. And you just want to vanish, just disappear in thin air. I felt that way. But the truth is, you can't disappear in thin air. You can drink a lot of alcohol. You can take drugs. You can meditate. You know, you can... Um, you know, a lot of things you can do. But when, you, when you're when you done with all those things, you have to, you still have the same concern facing you, okay? You still have the same pain, the same loss if you've lost a loved one or you're ending a relationship. You know, we don't want to feel uncomfortable. But here's the thing. That brings about a lot of discomfort in itself. When you want to feel good all the time, it, it's not natural for one thing. Okay, normal human beings, we have to feel bad. And here's the thing: we don't want to feel uncomfortable. Okay, but that's normal. That's a normal thing. Our feelings are okay. They're not unhealthy. It's not unhealthy to feel what's going on with you. It's normal and it's expected of us, you know. And it's when we run from it, when we try to avoid it, stick our head in the sand, we're in denial. Well, we can do that for so long, but you can't run from yourself. Wherever you go, you're there, you know what I'm saying? And whatever is bothering you is going to be there. So the thing is, a good friend of mine told me this. And began, you know, got me to start thinking about it. Okay, yeah. They said, don't avoid, try to avoid the pain. Don't try to mask it. Don't try to minimize it. Actually, allow yourself to feel it. Because once you do that, you're facing it. And you'll be able to move through it better this way. Because what happens is when you avoid something and you you put it off, it comes back later. It's just there waiting for you. And it's going to rear its head at the most inopportune time, the most, un, you know, um, just the most inconvenient time for you. 
when you think, oh, well, I've, I've ignored that, I've avoided it, I've done this and that. No, because see, if you, whenever you don't deal with something, it doesn't go away. It just hangs around, it just festers, it grows. You know, it does. And it, and it just pops up and then it's worse than ever. When you, when you, when you, you know, when you don't deal with the situation. Just because you don't deal with it, it doesn't make it go away. Same as like the truth, you know. A lot of times, a person don't believe certain things are true that's going on. But just because they don't want to believe it's true doesn't mean it's not true. And it's vice versa, same. If you, it's because you think it's true doesn't make it true. So, I learned that about over the years I've gone through some hard, heartbroken and I've, I've had a loss, you know. Uh, most of you that follow my podcast know I've lost a son and that's the hardest, worst pain of a parent can feel, a mother. It, it is, it's just hard, the worst thing. And I didn't avoid it though. I didn't, I wasn't in denial. I did not start drinking. I would purposely did not drink during that, you know, the time I was dealing with that. I never did drugs, so that was an issue. I don't smoke cigarettes. I didn't avoid, you know, the subject or anything. Matter of fact, I embraced it because I, you know, I needed to face it right then there from, you know, however horrible it was so that I could, you know, be, not have to have it knock me down years later, you know. And so it was really difficult. And this is a process daily, you know, when you're dealing with something. Depending on the severity of the problem, you deal with it, you, you know, you do it little bit, you do as best you can each day. And then you don't, you don't overwhelm, try not to overwhelm yourself and try and take it in too much at one time, you know. It's like when you're biting, when, you, when you're biting the elephant, the big elephant, you bite him, you take a little bite at a time out of him until he, he gets, goes away, whatever the elephant is representing. So, you know, when, cause when, when my, when I had my major loss, the loss of my son, I went to the doctor for my checkup and he, you know, he mentioned the fact that he was sorry for my loss and he, you know, he know it's a horrible thing to go through. And then I, I look up and he had his, um, prescription pad in his hand and he said, well, you know, Miss Crawford, would you like me to prescribe you something? And I know he meant well, but I said, no, thank you, doctor, you know, because there's nothing that he can prescribe for me, you know. If, if I found a pill that works to make me not think about my son being gone, no, that's, I don't want that pill. I don't want to not think about it. For one thing, I needed to think about it um, and deal with it. And another thing, I don't want to fix it pill because I'm going to need to keep taking that pill. And that's how people get uh, addicted to drugs, you know, and sometimes they're in pain and they're taking drugs for pain. But you're not thinking that you're becoming dependent on that. I'm a very, you know, independent woman. Um, I'm old school. I believe in dealing with things, you know, as best as possible naturally, you know. Um, that's just 
another problem with this. You know, when we feel bad or sad, we want a pill. Give me a pill. Give me a pill or a bottle of glass. <laughs> you know. But see, those are temporary fixes. And then a lot of times, that temporary fix, well, you're going to have another problem. You're going to have a problem of your sorrow, your pain. Then you're going to have a addiction to deal with in addition to that, you know. But I know he meant well, you know. And as far as someone, you know, I, it was suggested, well, go, you know, did I, did I want to talk to a, a therapist? No. I had friends, you know, I had a family, you know, I could talk to them, you know, it's free, and uh, they know more about it. And see, here's the thing. I learned that when you have this particular problem, and you, you know, it's really um, hard for you to deal with. If you know anyone, family, friend, that's going through the same thing, or have gone through the same thing, that's the person you should seek out if you want to talk about it. Talk to someone about it, the problem that knows about the problem. Okay. See, I can't tell someone about drugs, you know, and how to, you know, to um, get rid of themselves of their habit because I've never done drugs, you know, other than what the doctor gave me, and that was very minimal over the years. So how can a person tell you about a problem you're having that that's never had the problem, you know? So when I had my son pass, I sought out lady friends, family members that had lost children, other people, and I talked to them about it. I even created a website also later on down the road to help others, you know, that was grieving losing a child or any other loved one or friend. Okay, so because think about it. We don't, we, you know, you people, you know, they... Like, okay, I'm not trying to take away anything from the medical profession, you know. But the psychiatrists and psychologists, I can't, can't, you know, you sit there in, in an office and you talk to them about your problem and they tell you what to do about it or how to. But here's the thing, even then, with their degrees and everything, they are talking about from um, um, a book standpoint, you know, a scholastic, you know, standpoint college a degree but if this person has not experienced this I don't understand how they can give you advice about it you know they can listen to you talk about it but then you can you don't have to go to a clinic to do that you can talk to again family or friend and you know there's a whole lot of groups out you know like support groups and I, I love to think that every support group counselor the person that's conducting the group actually has gone through it, you know, like the drug rehabs, you know, they should only have counselors that have been on drugs, <laughs> okay, and that goes for anything else, that you, any other um, professional that you're going to go talk to about your problem, if they have not had it, then, you know, then they can't really give you much advice on it, you know, so this, the next time, you're feeling bad about something. And it's okay. You know, when something bad happens, you shouldn't feel happy about it, right? That's not normal. It's crazy. So you're supposed to feel sad when something negative or bad happens to you. It's normal. You know, that's life. It's called life. And we all have, you know, some point, we all have to be sad. You know, we do. You know. 
unless you just want to, you know, I don't know, if you want to get, you know, just take the easy way out. Like I said, there is really none, you know, you could end up with another problem. You know, so the next, and don't be so hard on yourself. You know, we, we feel like we're supposed to recover from things in a certain time frame. That's not true. It's different for everybody. And don't listen to people when they, they seem to be concerned that you're, you're sad too long or you're grieving too long. Oh, well, you know, you do what, how you have to do for yourself. If you take as much time as you need to feel bad about losing, losing a, a, a relationship, a loved one, child, friend, or, you know, whatever, you know, everybody's different, you know. What works for them may not work for you. So the next time you're feeling bad about something, just allow yourself to feel it. Don't run from it, you know. If it gets to be too much for you, overwhelming, pick up the phone, you know, call somebody, text someone, go visit a friend, family member, talk to your pastor, you know, whatever, you know, uh, because sometimes it's, maybe it's too much. Then just reach out and seek help, seek something, okay. But, um, that's basically what my message is, you know, um, it's okay to feel okay. It's okay to feel sad. There's nothing wrong with that. It's normal. If you're sad, if you have a sad experience or angry or depressed, you know, grieving, it's okay. That's normal. It's normal. That means you're still alive and you can have these emotions, you know. When you stop feeling anything negative, bad, something that's not normal, you know, really, I'm thinking. That's just my opinion. So listen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode. If you did, please share it with your friends and your family members. And I want to say go out and have a good day. Make the best of it. Do the best you can. And guess what? That's all you can do. And if anybody asks you to do more, you send them to me. <laughs> Just joking. Okay, everybody. So great. Have a great day. Thanks again. Be good to yourself. And remember, Jesus loves you, even if you don't know him or love him. Okay, everybody. Peace.